Chapter thirty two of I, Mary MacLean, by Mary MacLean. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter thirty two. My Dams. Tomorrow. I bear the detailed infliction of being a person with a tired mixture of patience and indifference and scorn. I say on Monday, damn the ache in my left foot. On Tuesday, damn that rattling window. I hate it. On Wednesday, damn this yellow garter. It's too tight. On Thursday, damn my futile life. On Friday, damn the solitude. On Saturday, damn these thoughts. On Sunday, damn my two dresses. But I pronounce each day's damn in a half-perfunctory, half-preoccupied tone, more from duty and fitness than from conviction. I intently mean each damn, but the scornful, indifferent patience, which is my spirit essence, leavens each one. I swear at my life's perversities, with only a fatigued contempt due partly to bodily fragileness, but mostly to a cold, continently reckless mood, which is clasped on me like a strong, stupefied devil-fish. In this mood I should murmur the same gelded dam if I found myself penniless and foodless in strange streets, if I became suddenly deaf, if my body were being lashed with whips or raped by a Mexican bandit. I should murmur the same worn dam if I were this moment on a gallows with the rope around my neck, and life were dearly, madly precious. I mark that with my musing regrets. I remember in the strong young furies of eighteen each new day of my life was filled with passionate poetic blasphemy protests and rebellions of youth those were not tired not acquiescent not indifferent to slings and arrows but fiery blooded quick-pulsed breathless brave young dams there is splendour in being brave in a fighting attitude but in being brave through indifference there is no splendour but it is only toward calamity and adversity and worldly untowardness that I feel indifferent. Fighting blood is stirred in me, if not against the hated things, then for the loved things. I could fight, and I could die, and love it, to save poet lusters, poet fineness, poet beauty, and the world's flat griefs. In that which I feel warm and real and sparkling in my blood, in some splendour for me, and also... I could die for my country, and there is fighting hatred stirred in me against its foes. But in poetry there is nothing that evokes a lusty curse against its vulgar adversaries. Poetry floats too high upon its dazzling wings. I get delicately drunk from watching it till I can see the wing's gold shadow touch its foes and magically split them into dust atoms. And then the morale of my dams remains perfunctory. But they are apt and useful. They fit into the nervous rhythms of my life. They mark time in my spirit's flawed action. I begin each day with a dam of sorts. I end each day with a dam of sorts. At midday, sometimes it's, damn this terrifying ignorance of people. In the dusk, a deep-felt dam of the blood. In the night, another. And at my late eating time, a negligible dam. A wonderful word, dam. It means enough and not too much. It means everything in life and roundly nothing. Without damn, my day would lack tone. 
damn richly justifies each pronouncement of itself in word value substance value and musical resonance it harms nobody and it helps me it destroys nothing and it strengthens me it damages my annoyances and mends me somewhat but perfunctory desultory tiredly insolent it would be thrilling to think the hot fire would sometime be back in my dams better that than youth's faith in my dreams better that than the jeune fille beauty in my hair better than even youth's ichor in my veins youth's fire in my dams but there is dearness in this mood which is indifferent and scornful and slightingly patient though it wants splendor let my dams be always brave always contemptuous of disaster to me and they will be first water value though their value alter never so end of chapter thirty two